Hello, my mofos. Welcome to the Mofo Dojo. I'm Todd the Mofo, and this is the Mofo Toddcast. Today is April 24th, 2020, and I hope this finds you well. I've been getting a few messages here and there asking when I was going to put out a new episode because <laughs> it's been a month since the last episode. And full disclosure, I've just been busy with music. I've been practicing, collaborating with different artists and bands all across the world. I'm doing a few scores for some video shorts and been writing my own material that I plan to put out at some time. But to my tens and tens of listeners, <laughs> I apologize. Uh, but I'm here now and I really appreciate you tuning in. So I went to the grocery store the other day and I had to wear a face mask. And I can't wear the regular face masks that everyone has, like with the elastic going around the ears. I have to wear a bandana because it just works out better for me with the beard and all. So I'm picking out my things going up and down the aisle. And this woman comes up to me quite excitedly and asks me how I'm doing. And I thought, wow, she's really nice. I said, I'm doing pretty well. How are you? And then she goes on about her family, how she's dealing with the quarantine, uh, this recipe that she's making that night and stuff. And I'm like, okay. And then she asks me how my fiance is doing. Guys, I don't have a fiance, uh, <laughs> but I went with it anyway. <laughs> so I told her, I was like, oh, uh, my fiance, she's good. You know, we had to postpone the wedding due to the pandemic. And right now we're just getting by and we're working on a new date that coincides with the rest of the family. And I told her what I was making that night and we had a little chit chat. And then I said, all right, well, say hi to Bob for me. And I walked away. <laughs> to my defense, I mean, she had a mask on too. So we could just chalk it up to mistaken identity. But dude, <laughs> I was giggling up and down the aisle for like, like five minutes, <laughs> giving myself high fives. Oh my God, that made my week. <laughs> oh, geez. That's the little things, you know? Uh, so um, what's been going on other than music? Well, I haven't been paying attention to the news and my social media presence has been pretty much nil. Um, it's just, uh, I can't handle all of the stuff, you know? I mean, there's so many false narratives going on and like, you know, negative cynicism. It's just too much for me. And I just don't live my life that way, you know? And, um, it's funny, like any time that I do get on social media, it's like the same thing I hear over and over again. These crazy, strange times, or I don't know what day it is, or, I haven't worn pants or yes, I'm wearing pants or my, I'm wearing my nice sweatpants today <laughs> or what else? Um, I've ate, eaten all my quarantine snacks or fucking banana bread. Everyone's doing banana bread these days. And, uh, what else? Oh, I went through all my, uh, my Q and Netflix and Carol Baskin killed her husband. Yo, speaking of that shit, if I... Never hear Tiger King again for the rest of my life. It'll be too soon. I swear to God, I'm done with it. <laughs> oh, man. But um, 
I know everyone's stir crazy right now. Everyone is getting all anxious. You're sitting around looking at your phone. You're reading a book. You're waiting for the next time to eat. You're watching whatever's on television right now. You're just simply waiting around. Well, my friends, welcome to the backstage. <laughs> this is exactly what musicians do backstage before every show. And it's pretty much the same thing day in and day out. <laughs> Granted, there are some nights where backstage is a little bit more lively than other days. Um, whether it's a cool setting, there's like a pinball machine, or like, you know, random people popping in and out. But most of the time, it's the hurry up and wait game. So welcome to the VIP. <laughs> but for the length of this quarantine, it's like being on tour. Now imagine doing the same thing day in and day out for like six to eight weeks, but you have to travel, if you're lucky, on a bus with 11 other souls, trying to you know, respect each other's space, wondering if there's gonna be peanut butter around. <laughs> well, that's how it is for me anyway. Uh, <laughs> but it's not that bad. I mean, at least we're living in a time where we have all this technology, you know? I mean, it behooves us not to just take some perspective and appreciate the things that we have versus the things that we don't have. You know what I mean? It all depends on what you're focusing on. I have friends, dear friends of mine, who are an extremely smart, who all they do now is listen to conspiracy theories and what the underhanded people are doing to the country and the shit that happened in the past. And then I have friends that are equally smart that are just living in their own bubble and not paying attention to the news. Me personally, I like to do the balance. I'm not really much into, you know, conspiracy theories. I'm not really much living in my own bubble. You know, if I want to know something, I'll look it up. I'll cross check it, fact check the shit out of it and then go from there. But it's important for us to ha all have balance. Like, the, these are unprecedented times. That's another thing that I've been hearing all, all the time. If you focus on just one thing, you, you're, and you feed that flame, that flame's gonna burn out inevitably. It's, it's gonna happen. So my advice to everyone out there is wake up, make your bed, try to get some sort of routine going, and just be kind, and help out one, one another when you can. And shower every now and again. <laughs> With your stanky ass. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but seriously, make sure you wash your butt. I mean, don't forget about hygiene during these times. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Um, well... I've been going through a bunch of my movies that I always watch and I will forever watch till the end of my days. And I think that this would be a good time to talk about villains in movies. So I made a little list of my favorite villains in movies, um, some of my favorite actors, 
and maybe you can agree with me on some. Now, these are in no particular order, but I'm going to save my favorite, I would say three, for the last, for the end of this. So, all right, here we go. Kaiser Soze in Usual Suspects, played by Kevin Spacey. Now, Kaiser Soze, he was a mastermind. He was a mastermind criminal, a mastermind murderer sociopath um, with, uh, he just was all about greed and had a master plan just to fool everyone, manipulate everyone. And, uh, amazing, amazing story. And everyone was afraid of him. So Kaiser Soze, usual suspects. That's, uh, the first guy. Next we have Anton Sugar. And I, am I saying that right? I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Anyway, played by Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men. Now, this was a stone-cold killer. Emotionless. The guy didn't, like, even move his mouth when he talked. And he had a pretty interesting killing device. Um, my God, he was just a stone-cold dude. And uh, he gave me the creeps. Gave me the fucking creeps. If you haven't seen No Country for Old Men, go see it now. Amazing flick. All right, next on the list, uh, let's go with Nurse Ratchet, played by Louise Fletcher for the nurse in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Now, she was just a deadpan woman character, you know. Uh, she just was, like, not having any way but her own, and you cannot mess with her. And, I mean, Jack Nicholson's character obviously did. But, uh, yeah, Nurse Ratchet, she was just you know, deadpan, deadpan woman. Next, I'm going to say Sauron and Saruman. Uh, Saruman was the uh, evil wizard played by Christopher Lee in Lord of the Rings. You know that, I mean, all right, you have that character Sauron, who's just basically a big eye in the sky. I mean, that's pretty evil. I mean, you're just like, you know, seeing everything and you're just want to take over the world. And, you know, I mean, yeah, that's pretty evil. And Saruman the wizard, he's just wants to watch the world burn, literally. And so, yeah, that's, um, that's my other one. Speaking of watching the world burn, the, I'm going to probably go with... Um, one of the most iconic villains in um, in history. I'm so talking about the Joker in uh, DC Comics, Batman. Joker, I mean, the guy was insane. Um, he uh, just was a prick in the side of Batman. And, you know, he was like very cartoonish when it came to the comic books. And then when it made it into... TV, Cesar Romero, he was just the cartoon character of it. Then reprised by Jack Nicholson with Tim Burton's take on it. And then Heath Ledger, uh, which is my favorite Joker. Then uh, then there was like Jared Leto's, uh, I didn't really appreciate, I didn't like Jared Leto's. Basically, I just saw Jared Leto with green hair and bad tattoos. So basically, I saw Jared Leto. <laughs> Um, Mark Hamill, he, um, he played the voice of the Joker and obviously, uh, Joaquin Phoenix played it in Joker and 
as we all know, Joaquin Phoenix and Heath Ledger, they both won Oscars for their performances portraying that character. So next, oh my God, let's go with Hans Gruber, played by Alan Rickman in Die Hard. I mean, this was like one of the first villains that was fairly popular in this Christmas flick. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I don't care what anyone says. And uh, everyone knows how he died when, you know, falling off the building. It was an iconic shot. But um, that guy just, you know, he didn't give a shit. He was a true to blue, true blue villain. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to coin that. True blue villain. That's you, Hans Gruber. Hey, and another Hans that we have is Hans Landa, played by Christoph Walks in uh, Waltz Walks in Inglorious Bastards. Um, this dude, what an amazing character! He was so polite and charismatic, but underneath it all, that dude was a psychopath. Oh my God, he just wanted to see, you know, everyone die who was against him. Oh my God, who? Oh, that, that opening scene in Inglorious Bastards when he's like asking for some milk and he's very polite. And then with a flip of the switch, he just kills everyone. Ugh. All right. Next we have here. Ooh. Let's go with L Driver, played by Daryl Hannah in Kill Bill. And I'm going to say David Car Carradine's character, Bill, in Kill Bill 1 and 2. Elle Driver, she was just maniacal. She just, I mean, she wanted Uma Thurman's character dead. Um, she killed her brother for a sword. I mean, and she was just evil and creepy. And, you know, she probably smelled like onion soup all the time. <laughs> all right, anyway, moving on. Ooh. Oh, my God. Annie Wilkes in Misery, played by Kathy Bates. How effing creepy was her character? If, that, have, if no one here or anyone here that hasn't seen Misery or read the book, I haven't read the book. I've seen the movie, but oh my gosh. Oh my God. The story goes... Um, she's infatuated with a writer. The writer gets into an accident. She finds him on the side of the road. She takes him in during a snowstorm, basically drugs him the whole time, and then just tortures him throughout his stay, like, you know, months to a year, maybe two years. Oh my God, what a creepy, creepy villain. <laughs> All right, next, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Voldemort, played by Ray Fiennes in Harry Potter. He was um, this uh, this guy named something Riddle, and then some. He, then he turned bad. He lost his nose, <laughs> and then he turned into like a, this bad wizard, and um, and then he went into hiding for. Uh, a bunch of years and he comes back. I mean, this dude was so badass and everyone feared him that they didn't even say his name. They always referred to him as you know who. I mean, to, to be called you know who instead of your name because you're afraid of him. I mean, shit, talking about striking into the hearts and mind of the wicked, or I should say the enlightened to be wicked. 
that that didn't make any sense. But anyway, crazy, crazy bad villain. Now, I have two more, but there's actually four more films. But my one of my favorite actors of all time is Gary Oldman. And he plays three of my favorite villains. One is in The Fifth Element. He plays Zorg. Now, it's kind of a funny character he plays because he's out in the middle of space, but he has a southern draw. And he just, you know, wants these guns. He kills anything in, in sight. He doesn't give a shit who's dealing with what. And he rips off everyone. The guy's like, you know, a space bandit. Um, totally badass villain. The next is when he played Norman Stansfield in The Professional, or known as Leon, um, which was Natalie Portman's first uh, role. But shit, his character playing Norman Stanfield, um, there's that one iconic scene where uh, there's, I mean, there's so many, but the one that sticks out is when he wants to get um, Leon out of the building and he says, okay, just get everyone. What do you mean? And he screams, everyone! Like, gave me chills up and down my spine. But he's another character that just didn't give a shit about anyone except getting his drugs. He was a fan of uh, classical piano. Yay! And um, he just killed everyone. It was insane. And one of the characters that was in The Professional gave inspiration to his other film that I wanted to mention was True Romance, my favorite movie of all time, where he played the pimp Drexel. And he had a lot of prosthetics on, like with like a fucked up eye, scars on his face. He wore um, a dreadlock wig and he was just, you know, a bad, bad dude in that. So, all right. And here we go. My ultimate number one villain. You know who it is. You know, if you know me, you know who I'm going to say. Darth Vader. Of course it is. Played by David Prowse and voiced by James Earl Jones. But I mean, Darth Vader. I mean, you look at the guy. He's like walking evil. Yeah, he was like, you know, Anakin before and then he turns good again. But during that time when he was Darth Vader, he was a bad motherfucker. And you just can't mess with him. You couldn't mess with him at all. Choking dudes without touching them. Whipping that lightsaber around. And then, like, before he was Darth Vader, like, when he was turning to the dark side, he, like, wiped out, like, the, the kids in, like, the Jedi Order. I mean, the dude was just a badass dude. And I would not want to fuck with that guy. And neither should you. That's what I'm saying here, guys. Just don't mess with evil people. They're not worth your time. You got to stay on that path of love, not that path of fear. <laughs> All right, so that's the uh, the Toddcast for today. Um, again, sorry for the delay um, of getting one out. Um, I'm going to try to do better and put out more episodes more consistently. But until then, take it easy, take care of each other, sip a little positivity, and remember, none of this is real. It's just a voice inside your head. <laughs>